Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 52 in year two. Now, this is my episode for yesterday, which is Saturday, and it is Sunday, Oscar Sunday. Now, we might not call it that, but hey, we have Super Sunday. Why can't we have Oscar Sunday? That's right. Tonight is the Academy Awards. I do want to say I'm recording this at about 6.30 Eastern Time, and the Academy Awards start at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. This is important because one of the things I want to talk about is a prediction that I'm going to make in just a moment. I'm glad you are here at this moment, whatever moment that is you're listening, as I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open yesterday, Saturday, to experience the presence of God. As it says in the title, this is about watching. I watched two things yesterday. One was woefully short, and the other was quite a bit longer. But each of them was a lens, if you will, through which I could see and experience the presence of God. Now, the first one was Major League Baseball, spring training. Yes, it's back. And I believe yesterday was opening day of spring training. Now, this is exciting because opening day of spring training means only one thing. It means spring is on the way. And it means the baseball season is not that far away. Now, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know that I am a huge soccer fan. It's really soccer that is my favorite sport to watch, to play, to to live, really. But Major League Baseball is my summertime sport. And I am a summertime kind of person. I've always been. Love summer. Favorite time of year. And baseball means summer. I don't know how else to say it, but it means summer. And there were a number of times last year, if you go back into the episode library where I talk about baseball, listening to baseball and just enjoying baseball. And this year, it's going to be a little bit different because last year I paid to get Major League uh, MLB.com Sleet TV where I could listen to any game I wanted as a radio event. This year, I'm going to go with, and I don't mean to product promote here, but it is a really good thing. I'm going to go with ESPN Plus, which is how I've been watching soccer lately. And I think they only do one baseball game a day. I don't get to choose which one, but I'm going to get to watch them, not just listen. And I'm also going to get soccer, Major League Soccer, ML or uh, MLS soccer during the summer. So pretty good for just $5 a month, which is, well, even better. So yesterday I only had a few minutes. It was as I was getting ready to head out to my Saturday winery job, but I put it on, was streaming it on my phone as I was, I think, unloading the dishwasher, making my dinner or something like that. But it was great. Great to see the Mets versus the Braves 
it was sunny, there were palm trees, it looked spectacular. And definitely a place I wish I was, especially because, did I mention, it's not quite spring yet, but seeing spring training means it is that time of year, again, almost. And I think the anticipation of spring is such a God presence moment for me. I think there is something hardwired within us. You survive the winter. You didn't die if you were a primitive person when the food was scarce and the nights were long and the winds were cold. You survived. And spring meant so much. And I think for me, it's still that season of hope and anticipation and possibility. We're not there yet. I know that. But, but, spring training means that. So stay with me, if you will, through the break, and then I'll tell you about the next thing I watched yesterday evening. And guess what? As I promised on yesterday's podcast, there is a new ad. Same product, but new recording. So please stay with me. We'll be right back. thanks for staying with me through the break. So the other thing that I watched yesterday when I got home from work is Roma, the movie. Streamed it on Netflix. Now I wanted to watch it last night because tonight is the Academy Awards. It is one of the films that is nominated for, oh gosh, 10 or something like that. And it could set history tonight. If it wins, Best Picture, and it's not really favored to necessarily because according to the different people I've read, it is pretty wide open right now for Best Picture. But if it does win Best Picture, it will be the first foreign language, non-English film to win Best Picture. And the director who is nominated um, and I'm forgetting how to pronounce his name, Coron, Coron, I think his name is. I apologize if I mispronounce that. But he not only directed it, he wrote it, and he was a cinematographer. So if it wins, or if he wins cinematography, he will be the first director to also win cinematography for his own film. So we'll see. We will see. Now, I hadn't heard a ton about Roma, and I honestly was a little bit skeptical. It, it didn't sound like like a movie that was, quite frankly, you know, exciting, like Black Panther, which was amazing, or sort of politically, socially relevant, like Black Klansman, or um, Vice, two other films that are nominated. Um, so I, I, I didn't really rush to see it. But I am really glad that I did. And I'm glad I saw it last night before tonight. Because if it does win, or as it is discussed in different awards, I really can appreciate the film. Because it it really is unique. So I only want to say a few things about it. And I want to tell you what I think is unique about it. The story is quite moving. And it's based on a true story. It is the story of the woman who was the director, his nanny, as he was growing up. 
and the housekeeper for them. And so it really, the character, the woman's name is Cleo, um, she is based on a, a true person. And it's a very moving story. And it is about a family going through the abandonment by the father and Cleo is pregnant and, and has to, those are kind of the two themes that, that are in the film. And I'm, I'm not really giving a ton away because it's really more of a lyrical film, meaning the visuals and the story and the music. And that really is, is what it's all about. It's not heavily plot driven. There is a plot, but it's not something where there's spoilers or, you know, something that could really be ruined very clearly. So that's the first thing, that it is based on a true story and that it's a very moving story. There's some scenes, especially toward the end of the film, that were very touching and um, really brought tears to my eyes because of just the power and the beauty um, and the the emotion in them. But I think what also is amazing, besides the fact that it is a Spanish film, is that it's shot in black and white, but not really black and white. It's not kind of old school, kind of muted, grainy sort of black and white. It's high definition, very crisp black and white, very sharp. And there's a, a silvery quality to it. It's hard to describe, but it's it's really adds to the... Um, the, the feel of the, the movie. And then I think for me, the most significant thing is the cinematography. Two things that were notable. One is when it is in the house where the family lives and much of the film takes place in the house, the director has the camera set in what seems to be the middle of basically a square set house. And the interior and, and the camera pans slowly and very methodically as characters move from one room to the other. And it, it's, it's, it happens a number of times and it's, it's very different. Uh, you feel very much a part of this space. But also significant is the director frequently has something in the foreground, let's say the left foreground of the scene, and then something dissonant, related, but different is in the background of the scene, the right side of the screen. And these two parts are are happening simultaneously and the viewer is drawn to both and there's an interaction between the two. Um, the, The scene that is most memorable early in the film is when Cleo tells the father of her child that she's pregnant. They're in a movie theater and they're in the foreground to the left and the film is going on in the background to the right and it's very clear that there's there's a connection and um, the viewer is meant to see the film on the screen and um, in in the scene and be drawn into the um, the juxtaposition I suppose so check it out if you have Netflix it's there it's free to watch if you have Netflix and uh, see what you think. But God was definitely present as I watched this. The, the emotion of the film, the uniqueness, the beauty, the lyricism, the poetry. I really hope it wins because I, I think it would be an important move forward for the Motion Picture Academy. First time a non um, 
film from a major studio, one, it's Netflix, that produced it. And uh, first time a foreign language film, a lot of firsts would be set tonight. Be honest, won't be disappointed if Black Panther wins or um, Black Klansman or maybe even uh, Vice. I like those films too. But uh, I really am hoping that Roma wins because it, it is something special. Because I've experienced God's presence in the midst of it. So um, to wrap up, a couple questions. When, what, what movies speak to you of God's presence? What do you see in film that maybe it's a familiar movie or maybe it's something you've seen recently that really speaks to you of God's presence? And what emotions does that bring up in you? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.